Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. This is the 10th anniversary of a scandal that was first discovered in Ireland but had huge international ramifications. In the course of routine testing, the Food Safety Authority of Ireland discovered that some burgers being sold in Irish supermarkets contained horse meat. Alan Riley was Chief Executive of the Authority at that time. Alan, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Sean. Uh, now, th- this kind of testing that you were doing at the time, was this kind of pretty routine stuff? Would you be testing different sorts of food? Uh, well, we would. We had, you know, implemented a food authenticity program, and we are looking at different types of food to see if they were labelled correctly. You know, those type of foods that consumers had to buy on trust. Mm. And uh, in 2012, we started to look at, at beef products, um, and we were using a very novel method for testing them: uh, DNA uh, barcoding. And uh, lo and behold, uh, we uncovered. Horse meat in beef burgers. Yeah, and, and, and the beef burgers that you sampled were, were there are varying percentage amounts of, of horse meat. Yeah, we could never understand that, Sean, why we, you had, um, you know, or we were finding uh, 30% horse meat in, in one burger, 10% in another, 7% in another, and 2 and 0.1% and so on. Uh, that, that was a bit of a mystery, but eventually... Over time and investigation, we found out why that was actually happening. Yeah. Uh, now, now, the thing is, like, prior to that, when you were testing other foodstuffs, had you found anything kind of unusual in them or not what it said on the label? Yeah, well, we were back in about 2008, we were looking at honey mm. uh, on, on the uh, Irish market, and particularly uh, honey that was labelled as Irish honey. And uh, on testing, we found that it was really Chinese honey with mm. Irish labels on it. Um, and uh, over time, we, we managed to fix that, working with, with the uh, industry, essentially going out and saying, if you continue to do, do this, we're going to prosecute you. Um, we went and did a survey on um, fish and fish labeling. Uh, and I remember, you know, cod and chips really wasn't cod and chips. You know, it was, it was other species and chips, so to speak. Um, so, again, working with the industry, uh, we, we managed to fix that. Mm. Um, and, and then it was a turn of, of uh, meat and beef <laughs> products. No, but, but, yeah, this is kind of a more, slightly more egregious, I suppose, example <laughs> of that. Is there, and when, like when you do, you know, like when, say if you find a percentage of horse meat in a burger, mm. could that be explained as, I don't know, a mistake, a horse fell in the machine by accident or something? But Yeah, well, let me say that was the dilemma at the time, you know, how much horse meat was being added deliberately and, and what percentage could have got into a beef product mm. uh, inadvertently. Uh, if you're processing, you know, uh, horse meat and, and, and beef in the same premises, for instance, could you get some type of crossover? Mm. So um, we, we, in the end, we, we in, in collaboration, of course, with the European Commission and other member states, we decided that 1% horse meat, anything above 1% horse meat would be illegal. Yeah. Uh, there'd, be no, there'd be no commercial advantage to adding lower quantities of horse meat to two things like burgers. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and the more you could add... Uh, as in the case of some uh, beef la- lasagna that was on the market, it was 100% horse, but it was labelled as, as beef. Uh, so, oh, my gosh. So, um, yeah, so <laughs> those, were, those guys were really, you know, uh, what can I say? <laughs> Pushing now, the boat out. <laughs> when, and when you, when you got the initial set of, of results, I assume your first reaction is, let's retest this, because this, mm. this is enormous. 
Yeah, yeah. There was there was uh, two reactions. One was just incredulity, incredulity because heavens above, you know, how is this possible? And the second thing was, is there a food safety problem? Because you know, as the horse meat wasn't labelled, if you know, well, we didn't know where it came from, mm. and you know, there there could be problems adding horse meat to the food chain, especially if those horses had been given, you know, a veterinary drug called uh, phenobutazone, and that's illegal in 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 the food chain. So the first thing we did was. To the, the positive burgers, we, we tested it for, for, for veterinary drug residues, including this phenobutazone, and we found them negative. Uh, so, so we then said, well, look, there isn't a food safety problem here. So there's a food, there's a, a yucky you know, <laughs> <laughs> problem, yeah. uh, you know, that, that somebody is adding horse meat here and, and, uh, and, and uh, what the heck is going on. So yeah. we was trying to uncover all of that. Yeah, so the, the range of burgers that you tested, I assume they were from different places and had they originated in different countries? Uh, no, the, the, uh, the burgers we tested were, were the cheap Burgers, you know, those burgers that were selling, you know, two euros for four yeah. or something like that. Yeah. They were they were the cheapest of the cheap burgers. Uh, they were labelled as one hundred percent Irish beef. Uh, Irish beef. Yeah, that, yeah. That, 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 that was for sure. Um, so it wasn't one hundred percent Irish beef, and it certainly wasn't Irish beef. The beef that was in it, you know, had come from Poland. So yeah, the you know, there was, so there, there are things going on there that uh, you know shouldn't have been going on. Ah, so, to speak. Right. so there are multiple violations here. Now, could it have been the the the, the processors in this country? didn't know as you know were prepared to go and okay, we'll say it's Irish beef even though mm-hmm. it's not but they didn't know there was horse in it uh, no I you know essentially the the, the processors here you know the, the, the beef processors they, they were buying cheap processing beef that's what they were buying and the cheapest beef on the international market so if they were guilty of anything it was being guilty of, of buying the cheapest of the cheap yeah um, and um, then labelling Polish beef as Irish you know that, that's a, a, an, an illegal Act so. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, say food labelling is is key. You know, it has to be honestly labelled and so on. Yeah. So there was a violation there. So how did it? Yeah. So the, obviously, this uh, some of the horse meat came from, came from Poland. So how did it, if you like, radiate out to all the other countries? Then were, were there lots no. of countries buying from Poland specifically, or were there uh, different no, there places? Are, doing yeah, it? there there are different sources of uh, of of um, of, of um, horse meat. It was uh, Romania. Uh, most of the stuff that came in through a French processor um, and, and went into things like uh, um, lasagnas and so on that, again, were, you know, uh, international brands. Uh, they, the, the horse meat that came come from Romania. There was stuff that came from a lot that came from Poland. Uh, there was stuff that we didn't know where it came from that came through uh, the Netherlands. There was one trader in the Netherlands who was really, you know, at the centre, if you like to call it, of this scam. Um, and and he was jailed. Uh, you know, they, they eventually caught up with him, and, and yeah. he was jailed for all of this. But uh, not not before something like fifty thousand tons of, of of meat was taken off the market, uh, because literally we didn't know where that horse meat came from. Yeah. So in the countries where the the stuff was being processed, is it necessarily the case that they knew it had been adulterated or not? Uh, not necessarily. The processors probably didn't know. They were just buying, and they weren't testing. Mm, this was yeah. they were just buying on trust. 
Um, the guys who were putting the horse meat in knew knew, yeah. very, knew very well what they were doing. And there are two companies in, in uh, the UK uh, that, that were actually doing it and they knew they were doing it uh, for, for sure. And, and uh, certainly those... Uh, the, the senior people in those two companies, they, they got jail sentences. I think one got four years yeah. uh, in jail. But all on the evidence from the Food Safety Authority of Ireland. I mean, say we were gathering evidence for, for, for quite some time. And we share that evidence with, um, you know, well, with, with things like Europol, with, the, with the, the police force in the UK. And they were, on the back of that evidence, they were able to um, prosecute these people. Because we were doing things like, you know, I don't know, we were tracking lorries from Poland to Ireland. Um, you know, the, the tachographs on the lorries, mm. they, they, you, you can actually uh, track... There's a record of where they've been, of where they've stopped, and we could see where they were going. We could see the weights of the pallets of the meat had, that had gone onto the lorries in Poland. The weights changed when they came out of a company in London. Uh, somebody had added a little bit of something uh, mm. there, and huh. yeah, so that's that's essentially how you know we uh, sort of it, it ended up, if you like to call it that. But it was uh, you know, it was some investigation. Yeah, and so when it arrives in kind of if, if you like in its raw form before it's turned into burger, so are, are they just shipments of mince essentially? No, no, they're they're solid lumps of meat. They're cuts of meat, and they're all frozen into blocks. So if you can picture a, a, a frozen block of meat about a meter long, maybe half a meter wide, and probably a quarter of a meter thick, wrapped in plastic and stacked on pallets. That's well, that is. Uh, but some of those blocks were horse and uh, some of those blocks were beef. Some of the horse, some of the blocks, they had frozen horse meat into them. So you'd never actually see the horse meat. Um, you, you could never really tell yeah. by, by looking at it. But look, all, all credit to the staff of the Food Safety Authority of Ireland because they put in a huge shift back in 2013. Number one, to find this mm. and, and to, if you like to call it, put together the book of evidence that allowed us to prosecute people, you know, not here in Ireland, but elsewhere in Europe. Yeah. Say the outfit in the UK where people were jailed for it. Where did they get the horses from? Uh, well, funny. One of the palaces that we broke down, uh, some of the horse meat came from an abattoir in Limerick. Uh, that, <laughs> they, they, there were four abattoirs at the time slaughtering horses in Ireland, and you know, but legally, mm. um, and and there was a stamp on this piece of meat from the Limerick uh, abattoir, and that went into a, um, a frozen block of meat in London, and it was uh, shipped over here. In addition to that, there was Polish horse meat, and we found a chip of uh, a, a Polish horse. You know, you, you chip a horse. Yes. You know, uh, and that chip was still in the bit of uh, horse meat from, from Poland. And we also found some sweet packets with Polish writing on the sweet packets frozen into the blocks of meat. So, uh, that's extraordinary. I tell that, that, no, the... the yeah, that's, as you said, a huge shift for the, mm. uh, for the uh, Food Safety Authority of Ireland to do all this detective work. Mm. Since that time, has it become easier to track where something's come from and, uh, and uh, that it is what it says it is? Well, look, traceability has, has improved for sure right across, you know, in the industry itself. And let me say the industry has taken huge measures to make sure they don't get into this type of dilemma mm. again. So the industry has improved traceability. Uh, we've improved how we talk to one another. All the food safety agencies across Europe, they they belong to what's called the Food Fraud Network, the European Food Fraud Network. And there's designated people in that network that, that liaise with one another on a daily basis, really. If there's something going down in Spain, we will know about it in Ireland and, and, and so on. And that work is continuing. 
Um, so um, and and since since uh, 2013, uh, they've they the European Commission has coordinated monitoring programs, you know, to 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 investigate fraud right across the whole of the food chain, and and they're doing some 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 really some great work. Yeah. Uh, but that involves everybody working together, and really the food safety authorities set up. Uh, a task force, a food fraud task force, and 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 the guards are on that task force, plus customs, plus the guys from agriculture, from the special investigation unit in in agriculture, and everybody is working together. Um, you know, they, so everybody knows their role. They don't get on the on the one another's feet when they're doing the investigation, mm. and and they share intelligence and so on. So, really, on the back of the horse meat, all of this sort of has evolved, and uh, people are. are you know, working, collaborating much more effectively than we did back in 2013. Yeah. It is interesting as to why ye found it, but no one else in, in Europe noticed Oh, look, we were set up, the Food Safety Authority was set up as a consumer protection agency. Mm. We were protecting consumers' health, but we were also protecting consumers' interests. And the stuff we were doing, looking for authenticity of foods on the market, was really looking after their interests. So uh, we were only doing the job we were set up to do. Yeah, well, yes, but it's, it is actually genuinely, it's always good when an agency is set up and actually, you know, does what it was uh, uh, set up to do. Somebody wants to know, can you buy meat from outside the EU, cut it up, process it and rebrand it as produced in Ireland? Um, you can. You, you, essentially, yes, it's a, it's, a, it's a complex question, but essentially, yes, but you will have to put on the label where it's come from. You know, you've, you've manufactured it in Ireland, you've produced it in Ireland, mm. but the actual source has to be on the label. the meat as well. where it came yeah, from. Yes, yes indeed. Uh, could you get away with saying 100% Irish beef, but the beef content in the burger is only 60%? Uh, it depends. In the UK, you know, these these burgers um, legally only have to have something like, like 43% beef. Mm. You know, they can, they can contain a whole lot of other, other stuff as well. Uh, but if you if you say a hundred percent beef, uh, that's what the consumer expects to buy. Certainly in yes. Ireland, that's what you expect to buy. So if, that's what it should be. Yeah, Alan, thanks a million for coming in uh, to tell us about that uh, again. Uh, that was uh, Alan Riley, uh, former chief executive of the Food Safety Authority of Ireland. Moncrief brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at two p.m. on News Talk.